Good. How are you doing? Doing great. I'm happy to have you back on the Word Podcast. Hey, I'm excited to be back on the Word Podcast. Thanks for having me. Everybody, you've probably recognized the voice. It's Eric Fulton. He's joined us for many a sports podcast before, and I'm really excited to have him today because we're going to be unveiling the first part of what will be a 10-part series of the greatest athletes by number in sports history. So what we're going to do is Eric and I are going to go through jersey numbers or in some circumstances potentially card numbers for motorsports and select who we will believe is the greatest athlete that's ever competed with that number. Uh, we'll be going from zero all the way to 99 over the 10-part series. But in part one today, we're going to start with zero and work our way up to number 10. Are you ready to get going, Eric? I'm ready to go. All right, let's go ahead and start with uh, with number zero. Who do you have as the greatest athlete to ever compete with the number zero? I've got Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. He's the only the second player in the history of the NBA to record a triple double in a single season. He's really he's done it twice mm-hmm. or three times. But um, I know that you know there's controversy that you know he's never going to win a championship and this and that. But you know Russell Westbrook has you know changed the game of how to you know the triple-double phenomenon has mm-hmm. blown up in the NBA because of him. I mean, it, it's, you know, he, he's changed it in a way that now you get players getting a triple-double almost every night. Yeah. So I got to give it to Russell Westbrook. Yeah, and there's not a whole lot of competition with the number zero. If you wanted to go to the double zero, you do have uh, Boston Celtics Hall of Famer. But I just don't think that there's anybody who can compete with Russell Westbrook. And he's only 31, going to turn 32 in November. Uh, When the NBA season resumes later this month, he and the Rockets, if they can get things going, they may have a chance at getting Russ Westbrook that first championship of his career. But he's the 2017 NBA Most Valuable Player. He's a nine-time All-Star already. He's a two-time All-NBA first team, and that's saying a lot because he's played alongside many other great point guards during his career like Stephen Curry and Chris Paul. So I I think that, again, what you mentioned, the huge thing of him becoming the first since uh, Oscar Robertson to um, average a triple-double for a season and then doing it multiple times, that's just impressive. If I did have a runner-up, and I think I, I will be, naming who I think should be runners up as we go along. It would be Robert Parrish if we're including the double zero, but I, I completely agree with you that the greatest zero of all time is already Russell Westbrook. Yeah. If we are, um, my runner up would be, even if it was a uh, double zero will be uh, Jim Otto, the legendary yeah. uh, center for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, Hall of Fame football player. Not too many Hall of Famers in sports with a zero or a double zero. In fact, Robert Parrish and Jim Otto may be the only ones, to my knowledge. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we both already agree with Russell Westbrook. And it's not going to be surprising to me if we agree with many of these, because some of these are going to be almost no-brainers. And I will say to people listening, one, uh, zero through ten, at least on my list, I'm not sure about yours yet, Eric, because we haven't gone over it beforehand, there's going to be a lot of baseball players on my Yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of baseball, for, especially for this uh, for this round. So if you if you like other sports more than baseball, maybe basketball or uh, football, maybe even some others, 
they will appear more as the numbers get higher, but there's going to be a lot of baseball here. And I'm starting off with my first baseball pick for number one. I've got St. Louis Cardinals legendary shortstop Ozzie Smith, Hall of Famer on the first ballot, was a 15-time All-Star, a 13-time Gold Glove, which I'm pretty sure is still the record for shortstops in Major League history. And he led the St. Louis Cardinals to a 1982 World Series championship. Who do you have as the greatest number one of all time, Eric? I don't have Ozzy Smith as the greatest number uh-huh. one. I have. You're actually the Cardinals fan of the two of us. I know. That's a little I, bit I know. It's. It's. I know. It's kind of surprising to, you know, to some that are, you know, that listen to our, um, that have listened to our podcast before. I've got Oscar Robertson. Um, we just. Mentioned, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just that... mentioned about him with uh, Russell Westbrook, but you know, Oscar Robertson was, you know, the original king of the. Uh, triple double he was and when I was coming up with the list I I definitely considered Oscar Robertson who uh, wore jersey number one uh, late in his career with Milwaukee Bucks but he was 14 for most of his career with the Cincinnati Royals so I think I wouldn't be surprised if we see Oscar Robertson maybe again on your list if you want to put him in two different spots or maybe on my list Uh, but since he only wore the number one for about five seasons of his 15 or so year career i went with ozzy smith over him uh but that is a great pick of course oscar robertson was a uh mvp in the league a champion multiple time all-star and it's nice that you have them back to back with your russell westbrook pick because their their names will always be synonymous with each other throughout the history of the nba do you have a runner-up uh well ozzy smith would have been my my uh runner-up because, like I said, Robertson only had jersey number one for the Milwaukee Bucks years. I actually went with Tracy McGrady, another basketball okay. Hall of Famer, as my runner-up for number yeah. one. Uh, wore that, I think, pretty much his entire career, most uh, recognizably with the Orlando Magic. Number two, greatest of all time, who do you got? I got Derek Jeter, five-time World Series champ, all with the mm-hmm. Yankees. Played his entire career with the Yankees. I mean, it's... It's probably he's probably going to be synonymous. I mean, he's and he's not really going to be the. I think he's going to be. He's not the only Yankee. Let's just say that's going to be this no. list. I have a lot of New York. There, there's there's there's, there's going to be a lot of uh, Yankees on this list upcoming. But uh, you got to start with. There's Derek a reason Jeter. why with Jeter's jersey being uh, uh, retired for the Yankees that every jersey number I believe from one through ten in Yankees history is now done it's now retired i believe that's correct uh he was a 14-time all-star with the yankees you mentioned the five world series tiles amassed over 3,000 career hits this year is going to be inducted into the major league baseball hall of fame uh i agree with you Derek jeter is the greatest number two in the history of sports i have another baseball hall of famer as my runner-up uh detroit tigers hall of fame second baseman charlie gerringer is uh would be number two on my list yeah i wouldn't with uh charlie gerringer as a as a the other number two as, as my runner up that is I think uh, number three is the biggest uh, uh, no brainer on our list and I think it's got to be Babe Ruth right oh yeah absolutely I agree 100% Hall of Famer 714 homers which for 60 years or so was uh, the, the record in baseball uh, he hit 342 in his career, which was amazing. And he had a 228 ERA when he was a pitcher. If he had never switched over to being an outfielder, he would have been a Hall of Fame pitcher almost certainly. And he is the only player, I saw this today, 
the only player in baseball history who has led his league in homers for a season, which he did multiple times, won a batting title, and led the league in ERA. And not to mention he was a seven-time World Series winner, three of those coming with the Red Sox when he was a pitcher. Yeah, just just simply one of the greatest baseball players ever. Yeah, that, that many would say still, after all these years, uh, the greatest baseball player of all time. My runner-up was seven-time NASCAR champion Dale Earnhardt. And it, as runner-ups go, that's a pretty dang good one. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree that uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. is is the runner-up for number three. Uh, and number four, I have the first person who was ever had his jersey number retired by a Major League Baseball team. And that is New York Yankees legend, again, another Yankee, three in a row here, Lou Gehrig. Uh, Gehrig is a Hall of Fame player, was a six-time World Series champ, won two American League MVPs, and hit for the Triple Crown in 1934. And, of course, for much of baseball history, had the consecutive games played streak until Cal Ripken Jr. broke it in 1995. I'm assuming you're going to go with Lou Gehrig I'm going, well. yeah, I'm going with Lou Gehrig. And uh, What do you have to say about the Iron Horse? Uh, just, you know the consecutive streak um we never thought it would be broken um mm-hmm. playing all that games until obviously Cal Ripken Jr broke it but um but yeah it was a credible baseball player do you have a runner up for for jersey number 4 i got Brett Favre that's a good one. I actually went with another baseball Hall of Famer and Mel Ott, okay. New York Giants okay. legend, hit over 500 homers. But I can definitely see Brett Favre, Super Bowl champ, a multiple-time MVP, played a long time, high on the all-time touchdown passes list. That's a, that's a great pick. I have one active player on my list today from jerseys number 0 through 10, and that is the guy who has jersey number 5. I'm going to go with current Los Angeles Angels first baseman slash designated hitter and better known as a legend for the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm going with Albert Pujols as the greatest number five of all time. Okay. Uh, surprisingly, I had Pujols in second. I went with Joe DiMaggio. Another, another Joe DiMaggio is my runner-up, so I definitely think you can flip-flop that. Pujols, uh, over 650 homers, still hitting 300. I do think that'll fall this year if they play, if he plays. Uh, 3,000 hits. Uh, 10-time All-Star, won three MVPs with the Cardinals, and a two-time World Series champion with the Cardinals. What made you put Demand? Uh, it's funny to me that I'm going with these Cardinals legends. I know. Cardinals it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But what has you uh, putting Joe DiMaggio uh, over him? So you're in, you're going to end up with one more Yankee, it looks like, on this list than I am. Yeah, um, I think that uh, – well, I mean, Joe DiMaggio, I mean, he was – you know, Joe DiMaggio was part of the leg- legendary Yankees teams of the, what, 40s, 50s. You know, uh-huh. and he was just, you know, obviously the 56 game um, still a record may always be. And, and it's, yeah, I mean, I, I think that it, it's going to be probably the one record that we may never see broken. I mean, there have been guys that we've seen have eclipse either half or a little over half, but it, it, but 56 game uh, hitting streak is probably going to be. Um, the greatest single you know, the greatest mark that will probably never be broken. It's lasted uh, 80, almost 80 years. This, this point uh, it's just, it, it seems like players can hardly ever even get to half of that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's longevity in, in itself. So did we flip flop flop here? Is pool your number two? Yeah. Uh, pool is my number two. Yes. Out of all of the numbers from zero to 10, 
number six was the hardest for me because I think you have uh, just an incredibly hard choice to make. I went with Bill Russell, uh, 11-time NBA champion with the Boston Celtics, five-time NBA MVP, Hall of Famer, 12-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA first team. Did you agree with Russell? I I do agree with Bill Russell. I do agree with Bill Russell. Uh, What what made this hard for me, and he's my runner-up, is Stan Musial, another St. Louis Cardinals legend, is one of the greatest pure hitters in baseball history. But I think if you're counting all, and this would be close, but I think if you're going to make a list of the all-time greatest NBA players and the all-time greatest Major League Baseball players, I think you might get to Bill Russell on the NBA list before you got to Stan Musial on the baseball list, and that's kind of what uh, gave him the edge. Plus, you have all those NBA championships. Yeah, I mean, 11, what, 11 championships Uh in 13 years. I mean, that's... That's remarkable, and I think that's one of those marks in the history of sports that may never be topped again. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I just can't see an NBA player winning eleven championships, especially as the best player on its team. So, um, yeah, and then I went with Musial as my runner-up. I mean, it was uh-huh. it was hard, you know. I would have picked Stan Musial, but then you suck, you know. But then again, Bill Russell with all those championships, there's. Uh-huh. It, it was just too hard to overcome. The greatest number seven in, in sports history, who do you have? Uh, Mickey Mantle. Okay, now this one was hard for me too. I also went with Mickey Mantle. He's a 20-time All-Star. He won three American League MVPs, won seven World Series with the 50s uh, Yankees. And he won the Triple Crown in 1956, hit over 500 homers, had a batting average just below 300 for his career. I also went with him. Do you have anything you want to say about Mickey Mantle? I uh, I really don't. I don't have much to say about it, but um, I will say that my runner-up was uh, was John Elway. Yeah, and that's that's why it was hard for me. He won two Super Bowls at the very end of his career. One of the greatest quarterbacks of his era or any era. So I do think Elway was giving Mantle a little bit of his run a run for his money for the greatest number seven of all time. I'm interested to see what we have at number eight because there could be some some debate here. Who did you go with the greatest number eight of all time? I went with uh, Cal Ripken Jr. Okay, okay, that that's interesting. He's not even my, one of my runner-ups, uh, but I think that's a great pick. Why why did you go? I with mean, Cal well, the consecutive game streak um, was definitely mm-hmm. a factor. You know, he was you know multiple all-star appearances, um, you know, Scott World Series championship. Uh, 1993. You think about all the athletes that have worn the number eight, all of them are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, it's like, it it was hard to pick. No, Eight was probably the hardest to pick of them all because it was just like, because – there's just Hall of Fame galore, you know, Hall of Fame players galore from like different sports. Yeah. Um. When 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 you went with uh, Joe DiMaggio over Albert Pujols at number five, I said you would have one more Yankee than I do, but that's actually not the case. We have an equal amount of Yankees because I'm going to go uh, with uh, New York Yankees legendary catcher Yogi Berra as the greatest number eight of all time. He was an 18-time uh, All Star. 
he won 10 World Series with the Yankees. And we mentioned how we didn't think anybody would ever win more than uh, Bill Russell in the NBA. I just cannot see a baseball player ever winning more World Series as an integral a part of a team than Yogi Berra did with the Yankees. And he was also a three-time Most Valuable Player, which was hard to do because he was teammates with Mickey Mantle, who was also a three-time AL Most Valuable Player. Uh, who, who was your runner-up here? Ooh, well, and this is probably going to be even more, you know, controversy. I, I went with Steve Young. Okay, okay. Um, but, I mean... It, that We're just showing people how many all-time Hall of Fame greats wore the number eight. Uh, I mean, you think about it. I mean, he, you know, won a Super Bowl after Montana leaves the uh, 49ers. No one thought that Steve Young was going to win a Super Bowl after... Joe Montana leaves, but um, uh, he had what all you know? He had six passing title uh, titles, which is an NFL record. I mean, he was a multiple MVP. Mm-hmm. I know, obviously, the biggest name that probably we're going to cause some controversy here. I know what you're about to say is obviously the late Kobe Bryant. <laughs> yes, who was my runner-up? Um. Do you want to get into why it was hard to pick him as the number eight? Well, I mean, I think obviously because when he – I felt like he was a better player when he was 24. That's exactly – I'm not not sure I would say a better player, but but the fact that he switched midway through his career made made it hard to choose him for eight. It was – yeah, it was very hard. And it may make it hard – it may make it hard to choose him for number 24. I don't want to get into the legends who've been 24, but when we get to this in a couple of shows – I don't know that people should expect to see him at number twenty-four either. Oh yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be very very tough. I mean, that's probably the biggest, might be the biggest name by far that probably isn't gonna make either one of our lists. Mm-hmm. So the best I could do for him was a runner-up here, but I, I do, and that's that's picking him over your two guys, Cal Ripken and Steve Young, uh, who are absolute legends in their sport. Yeah. Uh, who's your greatest number nine of all time? Greatest number nine that I have. Um, I got to go with Ted Williams. Okay. Um, now I went with Ted Williams too, but this was a hard one as well. Uh, who's your runner up? Uh, Gordy Howe. We haven't, that, that is exactly what I thought you yeah, would say. We that's hadn't my had, you know, we hadn't that's why it's a so hockey hard. person yet, but, um, mm-hmm. I just went Ted Williams slightly over Gordy Howe, you know, obviously Gordy Howe played five remarkable decades in the National Hockey League. You know, Ted Uh, Williams, last player to hit 400 in a season. Yeah. And his 344 batting average is the highest of any player since since his days. So, I mean, I think that it was kind of a kind of really a huge deal. I, 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 as much as I respected Gordie Howell's career, I thought Ted Williams' career was probably what he did, you know, not only throughout baseball, but, you know, he also did it throughout, you know, the war times too. That that was kind of a huge. Yeah. He missed parts or, or almost five full seasons to serving in both world war two and in the Korean war. And he still amassed more than 500 career homers. He could have been near 700 homers had he not missed that much time. And he would have certainly been in the 3000 hit club had he not missed oh, yeah. that much time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he still was a 19-time All-Star, won two MVPs. He would have probably won more MVPs because 
uh, the writers of his time who voted, they just didn't really like him because he was kind of a, a hard person to, to like uh, personality-wise. Uh, he won two Triple Crowns, and I think – I don't think he was MVP either year. He won Triple Crown. Uh, the year that he hit 406, I'm pretty sure he wasn't the MVP. So that that's interesting. Now, what I said about Bill Russell and Sam Musial could apply here, Gordie Howe is probably one of the three greatest NHL players of all time. I'm not sure how many lists Ted Williams would make the top three greatest baseball players of all time. I don't think he would make my list. So that's reasoning why somebody would say, well, then Gordie Howe should be the greatest number nine of all time. But maybe it's my baseball bias. I just could not pick him over Ted Williams. Yeah, I just – I honestly, as much as I respect Gordie Howe, I just couldn't – like there's not a lot of people that would have picked Ted Williams as the greatest – you know, baseball player ever, but you know, he's definitely a great number, probably the best number nine in our opinions. And we never saw him play. Yeah. Uh, to finish up the show today with the greatest number 10 of all time, I'm going to go with what could easily be the only soccer player to make my entire list of zero through 99. Uh, I won't say for certain yet once we get into some of the others, but uh, Pele is my greatest number 10 of all time. Uh, He was voted player of the century for soccer uh, of the 1900s, three-time World Cup champion with his home country of Brazil. Uh, Most people consider him to be the greatest soccer player of all time. He scored 650 goals in 694 league matches. I I could not find a number 10 better than the greatest soccer player of all time, Pele. I got to go with Pele, too. I agree. Um, Unbelievable soccer player. Amazing, amazing player. I mean, there's... You know, and there's a couple of other soccer players that also would have made the case, but I, I went arguably with with Pele. And uh, my runner-up is a great baseball pitcher. Most of his career with the Philadelphia Af- Athletics. Uh, I went with Lefty Grove as my runner-up. I went with uh, Lino Messi, another soccer. Yeah, that's a great pick. Uh, we're you're going to go with uh, two soccer players for number 10. Uh, and I'm sure Messi probably wears number 10 in tribute to Pele. I'm not 100% sure, but I would guess that would be the, the reason. I'm surprised your runner-up was not for number 10 was not Chipper Jones. I'm very... I wanted to, but man, when you get to greatest pitchers of all time, I think you would get to uh, Lefty Grove before you got to Chipper. Maybe not, I mean, probably not as a third baseman, but if you just went pitchers versus hitters, I think you would get to Grove before Chipper. I wanted to, though. As as a lifelong Atlanta Braves fan, I wanted to put Chipper Jones there, but I got to be objective here, so I'm going to slide Lefty Grove in there. Hey, and if Lionel Messi keeps winning uh, uh, the Ballon d'Or, uh, the greatest soccer player of each year, he's already won it more than anybody else. Uh, of course, this award preceded Pele, so Pele didn't win it. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's a great pick for your runner-up. I don't think he'll ever be the greatest soccer player of all time like Pele, but for uh, the modernist people, uh, recency bias, some people might say he, he is or will be. Uh, that's uh, that's going to be it for our, our show, the 0 through 10. And let me see, I had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Eight of my uh, – we actually had 11 picks because we did 0 and then uh, – yeah, we did zero. So eight of my 11 picks were baseball players. And I got to say, uh, for anybody who's like, oh, man, that was too much baseball. I'm not sure I'm going to have a baseball player in my next in our next show. So uh, that'll uh, it, it interest some basketball and football fans because the next show will definitely be filled with a lot more of those guys. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to say before we uh, 
No, it was it was, uh, it was awesome, and I can't wait for the series to uh, continue. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun 10-part series. If, uh, if you uh, want to review us or like us, uh, you can go to pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. We record through Anchor. You can find us there. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and you can just find our articles and lists and everything else, reviews on the word uh, webzine.weebly.com. Like us on both Facebook and Twitter at the word webzine. Thanks for joining me today, Eric, and we'll hit you up soon for the uh, other nine parts of this list. All right, sounds good. Thanks, man. Have a good one.